Ladies, gentlemen, fellas, 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 what's up? What's poppin'? How you doing? Look, if you're brand new here, and even if you're not, you know what you're getting. You're getting quick injury news, and, and let me tell you, there's a lot of it, but also top 12 plays as of right now. I'll be updating with pinned comments some important news as well. If there's anything major changing, there's going to be a lot of things, but I'll try and highlight some of the big stuff. And then, as always, we'll be updating throughout the day on the projections. You can follow along with those projections, ranks, the optimizer, all that stuff down below if you'd like. But I'd like to welcome you into this channel. I'd like to welcome you into the show today because 11 games slate, and oh, 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 smack you, smack you around. Every second this morning, I was waking up early today. I got up at uh, 3.45 in the morning because I'm going to be traveling on a big old Airbus over to Texas. So all you people in the Lone Star State, your boy's coming. I'm infiltrating. I'm infiltrating the system over there looking for apartments in the Austin area. So if you see me on the streets today or sometime this week and you're like, I think that might be Sal, but he's not in Austin. He's not in fucking Texas. That's not no Texas. No, no, no. It's me. So be like, hey, yo, Sal, give me the high five. I'll be like, hey, yo, reciprocation on that bad boy. Bang. Smack you with that high five right there. And then I'll smack you in the face and I'll run away. No, I'm just kidding on that one. Maybe I will. But how you doing right now? Feeling good. Feeling ourselves. Get the nice little favor. Get the nice little turtleneck on. Hey, top 12 plays. Hey. Injury news. We're going to get into it. But before we do, like, subscribe, do those things. And like I said, we have a lineup optimizer now for the NBA. You can find that at industry low prices for the tools combined. You know, the projections and rankings, those things that I do, updated as well. It's not going to be posted at 10 a.m. and then not updated for a slate where there's going to be a totally different slate so many different times because of injury news throughout the day. So get all those tools. You also get that lineup optimizer, other sports as well. Check it all out down below. Patreon.com backslash Sal underscore veteran underscore. So look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'll even show you this real quickly. So look, on the YouTube video right now, we're scrolling over to the injury report. I'm not going through this. It going to be here for three hours if we go through this i have on this injury report right now 30 plus names look at this i'm scrolling i'm scrolling i'm scrolling 30 plus names and that's not even taking into account a bunch of guys who are ruled out that don't really carry much weight right like guys like uh austin rivers type players that's not even putting them on there if i put every guy who's on an injury report today whether they be probable to out in that range uh yeah there's gonna be like 45 names so as always track the injury status but the news that i want you to know about right now is that the toronto raptors guys they're still out today and what those guys mean when i say raptors out is that it's siakam van vliet og Ananobi, and even terrence Davis, who played 30 plus minutes in that last game before the break because these guys were all out. He's even questionable. So lots of value already in Toronto, even more potentially to come. Laurie Markinen is now probable. So is Otto Porter Jr. for Chicago. So they seem to be back to full health. The 76ers, those guys didn't play in the All-Star game. They had contact tracing with a barber, I believe it was. It was Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. They're out today. So the Tobias Harris show and whoever else starts show, Shaq Milton. If there's going to be a center who starts today, we can talk about that in a second. Derek Rose remains out here. So Alfred Payton continues to get more run quickly. Bam and Abayu, he's also out. Evan Fournier, out potentially at least in another uh, week or two. Devin Booker questionable. That's really big news, obviously, for Chris Paul in the likes of campaign and guys who would step in for him. DeLon Wright, James Wiseman, and then both of the Gordons are questionable. But by both the Gordons, I mean Aaron Gordon, who we haven't seen in quite some time for Orlando, and Everett Gordon for Houston today. Houston also down Christian Wood still, and also down Daniel House today. So that's trying to get through all the injury news in about one minute, but uh, we're not going to spend too much time there because we'll be here all day, and you want the picks. You want the picks. You want the action. You want the guys who right now, based on my projection, are looking oh so tasty. All right. Number 12 overall play of the day, and it would be remiss on me to not wish you right now National World Kidney Day. There's a lot of national holidays today. I'll be honest with you. None of them are as, as important as the World Kidney Day right now. So if you're a donor out there, if you're somebody who received it, I mean, everybody out there right now, if you're living, I, I assume you have at least one kidney. So round of applause to you out there. Everybody can celebrate this one pretty easily. Promposal Day, if you're in the Youngins crowd, and if you're somebody who's not in the Youngins crowd and you're celebrating that today, ooh, check yourself. Get out my YouTube video right now. Check yourself. Somebody call the pervert alert hotline. All righty. So back to the video here. We have Michael Carter-Williams. And the reason Michael Carter-Williams early on is going to be on this list is because there's no Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier is not even a point guard, but he handles a lot of usage on this team. But this is just the death. The death. We, we've said it so many times this year. If you are even some sort of point guard, I even forget some of the guys that they signed this year because it's just getting out of control, right? They had like Frank Mason for some time here. Obviously, they have no Mark Fultz. He's done. Frank Mason's hurt. You have their Cole Anthony, the rookies hurt. All the guys that play point guard for this team are getting hurt. I know Evan Fournier doesn't 
technically play point guard, but he handles a lot of usage. Michael Carter-Williams himself was hurt earlier this year. So watch out. I watch out a big old Mike out there today, Mr. Mike Carter, MCW. So here's the thing. 1.8 multiplier on Superdraft is nice. $6,000 on DraftKings might seem steep until you see what he's been doing lately. Playing bigger minutes because there's no 4 and 8. 29 and 34 in the last couple of games, taking more shot attempts than he ever has. 13 and 12. This is a guy who struggles to get to like eight shot attempts in a game because there's no Fournay, who's been shooting like 15 plus times since he returned from his injury for a few games, then get re-injured. You're seeing Michael Carter Williams take on a lot more minutes, a lot more usage, shot attempts. All these things are very nice to see. He's also shooting guard eligible. So if you want to take a lot of guys off the court, Aaron Gordon, who's questionable today, but let's just take him off the court. Fournay, Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, all these point guards. When you take them all off the court, Michael Carter Williams this year is averaging 1.1 fantasy points per minute. That's very impressive for a $6,000 player. That's going to be a guy who projects out for 30 plus fantasy points today if you project him for 30 minutes, as I will. So track Aaron Gordon's status today because Aaron Gordon, if he's going to be in and he has no minutes limit, right, we need to get all this news at 6,800. He's going to look very appealing for a guy who so far this year is averaging 1.3 fantasy points per minute with no Markel Fultz, no Cole Anthony, and no Evan Fournier in a healthy sample of about 160 minutes. So Eric, Aaron Gordon would start to cross up and, and spike in this range as well as a top 12 play if he had no minutes limit today. Our number 11 overall play is not going to be somebody who he's been featured on this list as a lot, not going to be somebody who's going to be dependent on his other team's injuries. It's just Clint Capella at 7,900. And here's the deal. Clint Capella, if you project him for 28 minutes, he's not going to be top 12. He's going to be a borderline top 20, top 25 play. If you project him for 30 to 31 minutes, like I am today right now, right in there, about 30 and a half, if you want to split the difference, he's going to grade out for me as a top 15 and a borderline top 12 play to start the day off right now. So the number 11 overall play, I'm projecting him for 30 plus minutes. He's averaging so far this season, 1.31 fantasy points a minute, a 32% defensive rebounding rate. Now he gets Toronto. And the reason why it's worth mentioning that he's going to be getting Toronto is Chris Boucher, Aaron Baines. It is a bigger team, if you will. So Clint Capella's ability to actually close out games in this one is going to be there. There's been a couple of games where they've closed small and they've gone with John Collins at the five over the last month, one or two games, and you get Capella only playing, let's just say 21 minutes like they did against Boston. That game blew out a little bit, but a team that can close a little bit smaller in Boston with Daniel Tice at the five, Jason Tatum at the four. But lately in games with bigger centers like Miami and Bam Adebayo in back-to-back games, 30 and 36 minutes. Like OKC, when Al Horford closed out the game, you're getting 31 minutes. So I'm projecting today Clint Capella for about 30, 31 minutes right now. He's looking good as our number 11 overall play. Let's make way now to the top 10, and it's going to be another center. It's going to be Mr. Chris Boucher at $6,500. Now, before we get into Chris Boucher, I want to call out the sponsor of the show and thank them. And that sponsor is going to be Prize Picks. You might be asking yourself, Mr. Salvatore, Mr. Sal, big old BSV, big Sally V, when my friends call me back home. Hey, 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 nice turn on that. And then you might be asking yourself after that, hey, what's Prize Picks? Prize Picks is a daily fantasy sports gaming site where you can take the over under on fantasy points and some other stats as well. But the fantasy points one and the options for a lot of options at fantasy points is what makes it rather appealing to me. So, this is some of the options for today so far. Now, the fantasy points over unders might change throughout the day, but it shouldn't change anything dramatically. So basically it's as simple as just taking the more or less on fantasy points. If you're somebody who has access to my projections, the 500 and something of you that do on Patreon, man, I mean, link down below, you can check them out. This is going to be just an, an easier way long-term to be cashing for you. Now you have to pair at least two together. Yesterday in the live stream, we, we, we just had a credit on the site. So we paired five together. I don't recommend pairing five together. It's like a five-way parlay. Those don't normally hit, but if you're looking for entertainment, you can. But if you pair two together and their spreads on their fantasy points are pretty far apart and inaccurate compared to mine, I think there's a lot of upside here. So if you use the code SAL, S-A-L, you will get a free money bonus up to 100 bucks, which is the biggest that I've seen in the industry for fantasy sports. Most are up to 50 bucks, and if you're going higher than 100 bucks, it's usually like a 50% bonus or a slow drip format. You put a 100 bucks in today, they'll give you 100 right back. You don't want to put 100, it's completely fine. It's a good amount of money, right? So you want to put 10 bucks in, they'll give you 10 right back. So let's just pick two guys today. I already have this wager placed right now. You 2x your money on this. So James Harden over 52 fantasy points for me right now. My projections are going to be different scoring formats somewhat, but he's projecting out for close to 60 fantasy points. And then Jimmy Butler over 42 fantasy.
fantasy points. Spoiler alert, these guys might be in this video later on, but Jimmy Butler with no Bam Adebayo is going to be a guy who averages over 1.5 fantasy points a minute. That's basically, with no Bam Adebayo, that's basically what like Nikola Vucevic is averaging this year. And if Nikola Vucevic is projected for 46 points, well, Jimmy Butler's clearly, even not even having projections, clearly under projected here. So I have the over on Jimmy Butler. I have the over on James Harden. You pair those together. You put 10 bucks on this wager. You win 20. You want to put 100 on this. You win 200. Bang. Go get it right now. Use that code Sal. There's a link down below in the description to let them know that you came from me. You want to tail along on this bet with me in the Discord or just on Twitter. Let's do it together. Let's uh, new sponsor to the show, Prize Picks. Let's show them what this community is all about. Support them over there and take them bounty. Take them money. Take them money right back. Use that code Sal, S-A-L, to let them know that you came from me. So the number 10 overall play is going to be Mr. Chris Boucher. And we, we've already kind of touched on this. So you'll be getting Chris Boucher today without the Pascal Siakams. There's still like an Aaron Bean, so it's not like his backup player is not there. But Chris Boucher is the guy. He's closing, right? Even in that last game against Boston, he didn't actually start. It was Aaron Bain's former team. Is that why they put Aaron Baines there? I don't really know if there's anything to that. But Chris Boucher has been starting a little bit over the past month or so, but he closed out the game. That's the only thing that really matters. In that game against Boston before the break, Chris Boucher comes in. He plays basically, he checks out with like 10 seconds left because they know they're going to lose. But he basically plays the final 12 minutes of the game. And really, he played most of the third quarter, checked out for about a minute or two, and then played a lot more after that. So they feel comfortable with Chris Boucher closing these games. He's clearly a more versatile player, the more offensively threatening player, if you will, than an Aaron Baines. And with Pascal Siakam off the court this year, Chris Boucher has played the most minutes on Toronto, 433. So we have a healthy sample. And this is just with Pascal off. This is not even taking Fred Van Vliet off. He averages 1.2 fantasy points per minute, a 21.2% defensive rebounding rate. If I was to take Fred Van Vliet off, that goes up to 1.23 fantasy points per minute. And then you end up getting a 23.5% usage rate. So very, very nice for Mr. Chris Boucher. I say Boucher, Bouchard sometimes, right? When I'm talking about it quickly and not processing it. And it's like four in the morning. And then I get people in the comments like, hey, yo, it's, it's Boucher, my man. It's Boucher. Come on, come on. They'll like do the uh, pronunciation thing for me. And I'll be like, shit, man, chill out. All righty, the number nine overall play today. Another center. Sal, what's going on with these centers? Look, center's deep, man. And center's going to be even cheaper today, especially when you have just a wide range of players, a 22 games. When you have big centers out like Joel Embiid, what that, what is that possibly going to open up from a Dwight Howard standpoint? Although last game, the 76ers, we could talk about in a second, they ended up playing small. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got Nerlens Noel here. Nerlens Noel, I mean, the minutes. I, literally, my notes that I have on him while I was um, projecting the slate out today, I, I basically start my mornings off by taking every single team's minutes, looking at their previous rotations, obviously factoring in injury news for today, and then projecting out their minutes for the day. And it's been a week since I've had to do this, so I'm looking down and I'm seeing Nerlens Noel, and I'm like, holy shit, the minutes are giving Nerlens Noel right now. I mean, no Taj Gibson as well, so like any potential backup minutes are kind of skewed as well, so it, it's easier for him to get bigger minutes. So 42 minutes, 37 minutes, 40 minutes, and 41 minutes over the last four games for Nerlens Noel. Just absolutely ridiculous. I'm not projecting him for 42. I'm not even projecting him for 35 or 36. But now if I can start projecting Nerlens Noel for 32 plus minutes, even just give him 32 today, which clearly it seems like he has the ability to play more than that. I mean, this is a guy who's struggling this year, but he's still averaging 0.9 fantasy points per minute. And struggle is probably unfair because he's still shooting well. He's still shooting 62.2% true usage percentage. He's still seeing a decent amount of overall rebounding rate, right? 20% or so. The problem is just the usage. You're playing next to a career year and one of the best guys playing right now so far this specific season in Julius Randle. Yes, you might not think that, but Randle has been absolutely going off. So when you're playing next to him, it makes it more difficult to acquire a higher rebounding rate and just acquire usage in general. So he's not the greatest producer right now, but we know he has that ceiling in him. And we've seen it a couple of times over the last couple of games. Our number eight play on the day right now, Mr. Shake Milton. And this is the thing with the Sixers, no Embiid and no Simmons today. So track the starters today, right? They're down two major bodies. So maybe Maxi comes out of nowhere and starts, right? Maxi, when all these guys were out earlier with COVID and you have to keep in mind if people are like, why don't you like Maxi today? You have to keep in mind that when Maxi was getting that Tyrese Maxi, a lot of usage for the 76ers earlier this year, they also didn't have Thibel. They also didn't have, I believe, Danny Green. They also didn't have during that time Korkmaz. All those guys are back now. So I expect Korkmaz to be filling in a lot more.
more for a Nerland or for a uh, uh, Ben Simmons today than I expect a, a Maxi to. So guys like Corkmouse are very much so in play today. I just want to see the starting rotation, but Shake Milton is a strong producer. With both of those guys off the court this year, Shake Milton, who's dealt with injuries of his own, so you might not remember the name as recently or, or might not think that he's as much of a good player as he is, he's going to be the more ball-dominant player than a Danny Green today or than even a Seth Curry, although I think Curry can play big minutes. Shake Milton's going to be the guy who can come out here and actually put up a, a massive score at 5,300, could have put up a 35-plus fantasy point score because when you take Joel Embiid off the court, when you take Ben Simmons off the court, you're getting Shake Milton to average right now 1.07 fantasy points from him, and he has outs to his game. We talk about this sometimes, right? One, he's a point guard, shooting guard, eligible player. Anytime that you're a shooting guard, eligible player, you get a bump from me because I can put you in more spots. I can put a high-producing player in a shitty shooting guard spot where a lot of shooting guards just shoot. I mean, that's the name of it, as simple as that can be. Michael Carter-Williams, also shooting guard eligible. You can see him on this list, but he has outs to his game, right? Korkmaz, he's a 30%. Let me say this again. A 30.4% usage rate with Embiid and Simmons off the court in a healthy sample of 270 minutes, and he averages a 25.5% assist percentage. So not only does he have a lot of usage, he's touching the ball a lot, right? Touches per game, but he has that out from a, a assist percentage standpoint. So yes, he hasn't shot well this year. He's only shot 52% true shooting percentage, 46% effective field goal percentage. Not great at all, but he has that out to his game. So if he has a good game, that's where the ceiling comes from. If he doesn't have a good shooting game, say today he shoots four of 10 overall, but he can at least get you to that 10 assist number potentially. That's where he has his outs to his game for you. So I like him on DraftKings, the 1.8x multiplier on Superdraft, another partner of this channel. You want to check out them. They have just contests never fill. It's just a fantastic place to be playing. You want to use the code SAL. They have a free money bonus up to $500 over there. Take advantage of all these bonuses while sites are giving them out in the mecca of sports betting and fantasy gaming right now. But that 1.8x multiplier is great. If Milton starts, I think he's fine. He obviously, if he starts, he's obviously fantastic because the security in him playing 30 plus minutes is, is, is just there. It's like locked in. If he doesn't start, I don't hate him. If anything, maybe we get lower ownership on him, but his ability to play a 30, 34 minutes goes down. Now you're starting to baseline your expectations for him off the bench to play somewhere around, let's say 28 minutes instead, 26 minutes. But either way, I like Milton today. He's our number eight play. He's our number eight play. Assuming he starts, he'll still be a strong play, but not a priority if he doesn't start. Number seven play in the day is going to be Norman Powell. Now we're going to start to get into some of these Toronto Raptors because we just have to. When Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet, two of your three best players, and you can argue this year, your two best players because Lowry has had, because of injuries, obviously old, getting older as well, has had somewhat of a down year. But when these guys are off the court, when OG and Anobi, somebody who just when healthy is going to naturally play 34 minutes plus for you is off the court. When Terrence Davis, 32 minutes off the bench last game, and he's going to see a lot of run in this game, if he's active, is even questionable now, Norman Powell starts to become a priority today. And you might be saying, Sal, the price point on Norman Powell is so high. Yeah, I, I still don't think it is. If all these guys are going to be off the court, the second that these guys come back, yeah, he's the most overpriced player in DraftKings. But here's the thing. He's shooting guard, small forward. Again, shooting guard, terrible position. Small forward, terrible position normally if you're putting guys in there. But he's going to be a quality player here because of the minutes that he gets. In the past two games with Fred Van Vliet, OG, and Siakam out, 37 minutes and 38 minutes. You can project him in comfortably today for 36 minutes. I personally am probably going to give him 37 minutes. He shot 20 times and 17 times in those games. You might be saying, ah, Sal, he shot 70%. That's why he got there with 46 fantasy points in the one game. Okay, he shot 70%. The next game, he shoots 41% overall in that game, and he still scores 39 fantasy points. You want to know how, why? Because he's so active in so many different areas, whether it's rebounds, whether it's steals. He's playing so many minutes just in general, right? He went to the free throw line eight times in that game because he's playing so many minutes. So yes, he's going to be relu- reliant, Norman Powell, on real-life scoring. Norman Powell is probably not going to get you there at 7,200 unless he scores 20-plus real-life points. But by the shot attempts that he's getting, even on a game where he only plays 36 minutes a night, 
You can expect probably 16 shot attempts. And the more guys that get ruled out for Toronto, even better. Norman Powell right now averaging, listen to this, 1.1 fantasy points per minute. So he's not like a 0.9 minute producer that we're getting a lot of minutes out of now. No, he's averaging over a fantasy point per minute and well over that. 1.1 fantasy points per minute. Even if you just want to do the quick math without even taking into account any other factors. 1.1 fantasy points per minute at 37 minutes right now, that's over 40 fantasy points. There's obviously more things that go into a projection than that, but that's a quick and dirty way to do it. Now, number six is going to be his teammate, Kyle Lowry, who Kyle Lowry at $8,600. Clearly, I would not say as underpriced as Norman Powell because, I mean, he's just expensive now at $8,600. But a couple things to point out here for Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's assist percentage goes up to a different level when there's no Fred Van Vliet on the court. Fred Van Vliet has actually been kind of cutting into and threatening Kyle Lowry's assist percentage as the season goes on. But with these guys off the court, Lowry's averaging a 45.7% assist percentage. He's averaging 1.2 fantasy points a minute. You're getting bigger minutes out of Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, I think you can today feel comfortable with the exact same stuff as Norman Powell playing for 36 minutes at a minimum. Probably only get point guard eligibility though. He had 19 assists in that last game. That's not going to happen again, but the ability for Lowry to have a 12 or 13 assist game is there because of that close to 50% assist percentage when he's on the court and because of how many minutes that this guy plays. Kyle Lowry, 25% usage rate. Kyle Lowry shooting well from three as well, around 40% this year. I like Lowry. The other thing to call out about Toronto, because we've already talked about three of their guys, I'm not going to try and guess this early in the morning what's happening with the value here. Look, Terrence Davis, he's questionable today. He played 32 minutes last game. He's probably going to play a lot more minutes this game as well. He'll look okay as a value option today. I think there's better value out there, but he'll look okay, mainly at the 76ers and some other teams. Um, no Bam and Abayo will open up some value. Also, guys like Stanley Johnson, not a great fantasy point per minute producer. He In that last game, people are going to see that he scored in the 20s and jump on him potentially today. I will avoid that if Stanley Johnson picks up any ownership because he shot four of seven from three. He shot nearly 60% from three-point land. He's not a 60% three-point shooter by any means. Stanley Johnson this year shoots 33% from three-point range, and he averages 0.57 fantasy points per minute in 130 minutes with these three studs or two studs and OG and Obi off the court. Stanley Johnson is not the guy that happened last time out, so do not be chased by that recency bias. Now we're inside the top six, and we're to our top five, top five, and his name is Jimmy Butler, number five. I'll also call out yet again, projections, rankings, 11-game slate. These projections, because it's a bigger slate will probably be out a little bit later in the day i'll be on an airplane from like 10 to noon but i have wi-fi i believe so but be sure to check out the projections throughout the day you'll get email notifications as well as when they're updating and go into patreon you can check out the updated projections i have a list of just letting you know who where what is being updated and where if you're curious and just seeing what the projections look like this is basically what they look like so you can factor them by value my player pools are in there for both DraftKings right here yeses maybes and, and nos the maybes are just in a player pool not priorities player pools for super draft with super draft projections right here and then yeah you can factor it by value to see the top plays uh so kelton johnson after some guys got ruled out it was a top value yesterday luca russell westbrook Jonas Valanciunas, bradley beal this is the projection right here and you can look at some stuff like that so you can be sure to check that out there's also a target offense sheet so these are just a uh, target offense sheet is just looking at pace uh, defense versus position obviously it's not all filled out today because there's only two games yesterday looks at the vegas total pace uh, and then your defense versus position to try and get an idea of where to be targeting certain players at each position versus certain teams right so yeah those are the projections that's kind of the, the quick and dirty on the projections if you're interested in checking that out you can down below on patreon again they're updated throughout the day jimmy butler as our number five play you might be saying ah, jimmy butler so expensive at 9500 i mean jimmy butler maybe maybe him having the all-star game was something that's a bad thing the all-star break a bad thing for him because maybe he'll cool off at this point but this guy was basically averaging like a triple double over the last month with bam Adebayo on the court with bam Adebayo on the court playing 32 plus minutes a night out there averaging himself 1.2 fantasy points a minute so now you're taking off the second best by far the second best player in this team and bam Adebayo. and what do you get from jimmy butler Oh, you get a lot. Over 230 minute sample, and Jimmy Butler averages 1.52 fantasy points per minute. 
two fantasy pointers a minute is basically like uh, Nikola Vucevic. So if you saw Nikola Vucevic today at 9,500 based on how he's been playing lately, he's actually versing uh, Nikola Vucevic today. Funny is that. Uh, you'd be like, okay, yeah, he's on their price. But a 30% usage rate, a 45.5% assist percentage. The rebounding rate goes up to 16%. And Jimmy Butler literally averages four steals per 100 possessions. So he's probably going to have like at least two steals in this game. Butler at $9,500 is a problem. Number four overall play today is going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. So we're starting to get into the stud range. And here's the thing. Not only are they going to be projecting out for massive fantasy points today, I'm prior prioritizing two studs today. There's so much value. We're going to even talk about more value as we go up a little bit more. I already mentioned to you that there's 45 names on an injury report. Some of them probable, sure, but a lot of them questionable, out, and doubtful. So those guys are going to create even more value today. So that's going to be a spot where I'm prioritizing. And now you get Giannis against the Knicks with a 117 team total. Oh, Sal, aren't you worried the game's going to blow out? All right, the game blows out. Giannis plays 32 minutes instead of 38 minutes today. Yeah, Giannis goes out there and scores 65 fantasy points. I'm okay with that. Probably not as interested on on Super Draft at a 1x multiplier, but Giannis so far this year, yes, uh, Drew Holiday's back, but now he's up to 1.66 fantasy points per minute, the 35% usage rate. I don't have to tell you everything about Giannis. He's fantastic. The reason why he's up here is not so much because of the point per dollar upside, although that's going to be there at a projection of 60 plus or close to it for me today, um, but it's because of just the idea of prioritizing two studs with so much value. At the end of the day, when you have all the value and you just have money left over, go get the highest producing players. Giannis is clearly one of those. Top three, top three, top three. Number three is going to be James Harden. Exact same analysis. There's still no Kevin Durant out there. James Harden has just been an absolute freak without Kevin Durant out there. You even see guys like Kyrie Irving price point coming up to $9,600 today. Not something that I'm interested in, but it's because there's still no Kevin Durant. He's going to miss at least two more games, at least another week. And this is what you're getting out of James Harden in the recent games, 44 and 41 minutes of play. And now he's coming off of the all-star break. People were telling me, oh, Sal, before the all-star game, do you think that uh, James Harden is going to rest, take some time off? Oh, so you think James Harden against Houston, his former team, where there was clearly, clearly some hostility is going to be resting. James Harden, the player in the NBA who has been on record many of times saying that basically and that he doesn't like players resting, that he's not somebody who takes maintenance days, load management, that he likes, he loves to ball. When there's a game, he's going to be balling. So coming out of now an all-star game with a week off of to get refreshed in a game against the Boston Celtics, which could potentially be a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals, depending on how the brackets turn out. Oh yeah, projecting James Harden today for 38 to 39 minutes might actually be low. Seeing James Harden play 42 minutes today is not shocking at all. I'll probably project him as a median for 38 to 39. He's averaging 38 minutes a game this year. Every game that he plays without KD, those fantasy points per minute per game, they clearly go up without KD on the court. So we're getting a bigger sample now. It's started out like 1.35. We knew that wasn't the case. It's now up to 1.55. I'm going to project him for like 1.6 plus fantasy points a minute today. The other thing I have noted for Brooklyn, watch Nicholas Claxton. Watch Nicholas Claxton today. I expect DeAndre Jordan to still start, but Nicholas Claxton came back a couple of weeks back. He's played like 17 and 16 minutes as a backup, and he's averaged like 30 and then like 28 fantasy points in those two games or 30 and 26 fantasy points. Nicholas Claxton is really good. If you see today Nicholas Claxton starting against Boston, and now we can expect Claxton to play 22, 24 plus minutes, go get Nicholas Claxton today. He is that good. The problem is right now he's just buried as a backup. But if he starts, if you see him in the starting lineup, just watch him. Watch for the day that he starts. He is that good. He is a strong, strong player. He is like Chris Boucher, if you will, except a backup and very cheap. So just be sure to keep tracking that if he ever joins the starting rotation. Top two plays right now, Precious Achuia. So Precious Achuia, you might be saying, who the fuck is this guy? Well, Precious Achuia played earlier in the year if you've been playing NBA DFS. And without Bam Adebayo, Precious Achuia is my expected backup for him. They also have Kelly Olynyk. So there's a couple things that can happen here. Kelly Olynyk can start at the five and then Precious Achuia starts at the four. I'm fine with that. Precious Achuia can start at the five and Kelly Olynyk starts at the four, right? Kelly Olynyk's a fine play today, just not a top 12 play for me with no Bam Adebayo. So with Bam Adebayo, 
Adebayo off the court, Precious Achuia has played the most minutes for Miami, 483. The most minutes by about 120 minutes more than anybody else. So that's a lot. He averages about a point per minute, 0.96 fantasy points a minute, a 20% defensive rebounding rate, and a 20% usage rate. So either way, he might not start at center today. He might start at the four and they push Kelly Olenek to the five. I'm fine with that. I like Precious Achuia at $3,400. Precious Achuia for me, assuming that he starts today, is going to be somebody who projects out for 28-ish, around 28 minutes or so, averaging a fantasy point per minute. There's a real upside for Precious Achuia to 10x today at $3,400, meaning that he can score 34 plus fantasy points, 10x his price. So Achuia looks like the top value for me right now today. Obviously, depending on what happens with the starting rotation of Philadelphia, some things can change there. And speaking of Philadelphia, the number one overall play today for me is going to be Tobias Harris. So again, no Joel Embiid, no Ben Simmons. Tobias Harris clearly stands out as somebody for me today that's going to project out for, right now I'm going to project him, he averages about 35 minutes a game. I'm going to give him 36 minutes today. I'm going to give him about 1.25 fantasy points a minute, around 1.3 fantasy points a minute. At $8,100, Tobias Harris is going to start to project out for like 50 fantasy points for me. But here's the other thing I'll talk about with the 76ers. The last time that not both of these guys were out in Simmons and Embiid, we don't really have much of a sample there. This year, but the last time Embiid was out, they did not start Dwight Howard. They went small ball in that game, and they did it against Utah, which is a big team, right? Rudy Gobert. So they went small ball with Mike Scott in that game. So keep a close eye on that. If Dwight Howard starts today, sure, you can get to him. He's not cheap. Dwight Howard is not cheap today, so it's not like he's a top value play on the day. But if he starts today and you want to get to him, that's fine. Right now, I don't know if he's going to start today. They're facing Chicago, who has Laurie Markin in back, who has Wendell Carter, but they went small ball against Utah last time, so I don't know what they're going to be doing today. They also don't have Ben Simmons now, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with the starting rotation. If a guy like Tyrese Maxey is in the starting rotation. Yes, I have interest. If it's Korkmaz, I'd pull my interest there. Not as much on Korkmaz, but I still like Korkmaz. But based on this list right here, I like Tobias Harris and I like Shaq Milton right now the most from Philly. I'm not confident they start one of those centers in Tony Bradley or Dwight Howard today at the five. And even if they do, those guys can really cannibalize each other. It would be Dwight Howard if he's whoever starts would be the center that I prefer there. So thank you so much for tuning into this massive 11 game slate. I appreciate you all so, so much. I'm going to be traveling the next couple of hours over to Austin. Got up early so I can get this video out and do a little workout. I plan tomorrow to have, I think it's a seven game slate, a video out for that. I'll be doing it for my girlfriend's parents' house. So hopefully I can get that all situated. The lights might be a little bit different. The layout will be different, but I'm excited for that. Uh, but no live stream today. I'll be live uh, on Monday once I'm back on Sunday. So content later today is going to be the MMA breakdown at noon today, Eastern time. I'll be posting a Today in Sports. Today is also the one-year anniversary of Rudy Gobert shutting down the NBA, which is pretty crazy. So uh, yeah, be sure, be sure to check out that one minute on my Instagram and also on Twitter. So if you want to follow me on those platforms, they're on the screen right now. Sal underscore veteran Instagram. Be sure to support the sponsor of the show, Prize Picks. Just again, a reminder on Prize Picks, the bet that we have placed in today and the wager, the fantasy wager that we have in today is James Harden over 52 fantasy points versus Boston and Jimmy Butler over 42, which I really like the over 42 on Butler uh, by a lot today against Orlando. You can tell these picks if you want to down below on prize picks. And if you use that code, Sal, there's a link in the description, use that code, Sal, you'll be given a free money bonus up to $100, which is a very, very good. Take advantage of that. Even if you're already a member of prize picks, just for these next, I would think week or two, if you use the code, Sal, they'll still give you a hundred percent match. So if you want to just put 20 more bucks in, might as well take advantage of it and you get another $20 back. Check out the tools and all that stuff that we have to offer down below the big energy optimizer is now live for the pga and the nba so be sure to take advantage of those along with the projections rankings and all that type of stuff link down below on patreon thank you so much for tuning in enjoy the rest of your day today and i'll see you all in the next one